This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast presented by Monkey Knife Fight. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. And man, we got a whopper of a matchup, Brandon. Historically, fantastically awful one between the Denver Broncos and your fighting New York Jets. Uh, so, uh, a game that could be used as a torture device, at least if television existed in medieval times. Forget the pair of anguish, forget the rack, forget the Iron Maiden. Uh, if you would force me physically, hold me against my will, and said you have to consume this game on loop, I would probably go insane. That's, uh, that is a torture device uh, and tactic that would be very effective, no doubt about it. So... To make this game even remotely palatable, uh, we got to get some action on it, whether it's from a fantasy perspective or a sports betting perspective. And let's start off with a pick against the spread. It's actually a pick em now. Denver open at minus three. Then the Brett Rippon news happened, and everybody started throwing money on the Jets. The total's at 39.5. So give me a prediction of who's going to win straight up and also a game score. Yeah, that, you know, the Brett Rippon, like something like five something yards per attempt. Um, that changes things a lot for this Broncos offense. The line drops down below 40 overall. So I am going to say, and I know where you're going with this as well, and I'm backing Gang Green on this one for a the home team taking the 17 to 16 victory and this is wishful thinking cuz I have to <laughs> I have to have some intrigue on the line for this game. I got to hope for that at least. Uh, I'm taking the Jets. Uh, they're going to get the win. They're going to save Adam Gase's neck uh, because it's right now on the chopping block. And if, you know, he loses this contest against his former employer, that's all she wrote in New York. So it's probably just delaying the inevitable axing that's going to come. Uh, but I'm going to I got I got I got to interject. I'm sorry, but yeah. I, I didn't even really uh, consider the sabotage potential angle here by the internally from the Jets players here, um, you know. Getting out from under Adam Gase. That's, oh, that's they love a... their coach, Brandon. Unabashedly. Oh, they? uh, they're <laughs> going to go out there and play the game of their lives. They're going to play their little hearts out to protect their fearless leader. If you say so. Well, I'm taking the Jets 20-17. to 17. It's etched in stone. It's going to happen. I'm all over it. And so you and I are both on the under, and you and I are both on New York and the Puddle Jumpers. What could possibly go wrong? Anyway, look, if you want to get any action on this game uh, from a props perspective, go to monkeyknifefight.com right now. If you have no idea what Monkey Knife Fight is, it's a props-based game. You just go more or less over or under on yards, on touchdowns, on fantasy points, whatever it is, receptions. You can do it right now for the Thursday night game. You can do it for the entire week for Slate. All you got to do is this. Go to monkeyknifefight.com. Plug in that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And when you sign up, you get a free $5 entry on the house. No sharks in the waters. Again, simple. You against the house, more or less. MonkeyNightFight.com with that promo code FTN. Let's get to today's Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, let's start some things off here with that J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets matchup against the Broken Broncos, and it's Sam Darnold. 1.5 passing touchdowns, and Brandon, I'm taking the over, unbelievably. Sam Darnold, 
uh, you know, kind of the bearer of bad luck, but he's also been woefully inaccurate. QB 25 right now and adjusted completion percentage. The Jets have really done him no favors in terms of clean pockets. A guy that uh, is being protected by the seventh worst offensive line, uh, according to the FTN Daily adjusted line yards tool. You can check it out right now. Though he has a 125 passer rating on Chuck's beyond 20 yards, and he get Jamison Crowder hopefully in uniform. And against this secondary at Denver, which has given up 285.7 yards per game and seven touchdowns, and I believe the most air yards uh, so far to the quarterback position, I think Darnold finds a way to muster two scores vertically. Are you going to fade, or are you going to follow me on the over Darnold 1.5 passing TDs? Uh, I am going to fade you. Uh, he's gone one touchdown in each game so far. He finished last year with two games of one touchdown. So that's five straight games with one touchdown. And I think he'll keep that streak alive. I do like Jamison Crowder back for him. So let's give Jamison Crowder one of my two projected touchdowns for the Jets. I would say LaMichael P. Ryan, the rookie mm. running back, splashes six for her, for his first NFL touchdown for the other one. Oh, you're down on Sam. I knew it. Number four. All right, moving on. Let's work at a Denver Bronco here. No, we're not going to talk about Brett Rippon. I kind of like K.J. Hamler a little bit if you're desperate. Uh, hopefully they're going to utilize him in the slot. I know you've been clamoring for it. Maybe Jerry Judy can get going in this game. It's a great matchup, but, again, we got trust issues because we don't know who Brett Rippon really is as an NFL quarterback. And what it was at Boise State, what we do know is that Melvin Gordon is going to get touches in this game. Though Philip Lindsay could be back. From that turf toe, he's listed as questionable, really a game-time decision. Here's a line for Uncle Melvin, 65-and-a-half rush yards, and I am taking the under on this one. Yeah, the Jets have allowed the eighth-most fantasy points, 4.6 yards per carry, 160.3 total yards per game, and four total touchdowns to RBs this season. And Gordon, a very rock-solid 3.21 yak per attempt. That's RB 13, force a missed tackle uh, just 17.6% of the time, but he's getting 17 touches per game. I just think it's going to be a bunch of overloaded fronts. This Jets defense is going to dare Brett Rippon to beat them. And Rippon's very accurate in the short to intermediate field. That was his calling card at Boise State. The issue with him is getting beyond 20 yards. He's a bit noodly armed. Uh, But I think they could creep that extra safety in the box. They could limit Gordon on the ground. And if the Jets do, you know, start scoring some points and game script gets a little bit out of control, you know, Gordon could do more damage in the pass game than he would do in the run game. So I'm taking the under again, 65 and a half rush yards on MG3. Fade or follow? Uh, I'm going to, I I guess I'm going to fade. I think this number is right. I think it's right at 65. I think it's going to be a war of attrition. I don't think Philip Lindsay is going to get worked back heavily in his first game back after a couple weeks off. I think you're going to get about 22 rush attempts for Melvin Gordon. Let's call it an even three yards per carry. That works out to 66 rushing yards. Put me down for the over. Pin that pony, Jets. Make me some money. Number three. All right. uh, Let's work in some more exciting, more enthralling props here, Brandon. (laughs) Normally, we do a full five-pack of picks for the Thursday night game, but that's all you need. Just move on. You know, consume the entire bottle of of tequila and hashtag tequila Thursday because you're going to need it to try to get through that atrocious matchup what will not there's be there's not there's not five interesting players to talk about no there game. isn't not at all so that and that's why we're pivoting and we're gonna go to the main slate in a more interesting game and one with a, a pretty massive total of 54 and a half that is your seattle seahawks going against the fighting fish of south florida the miami dolphins let's talk about miles gaskin 
maybe somebody uh, you know in fantasy leagues you're on the fence about. Should you start him? Should you sit him? Now here's a line, 52.5 rush yards against your beloved Hawks, and I'm taking the over on this one. Look, Miles Gaskin is number 12 in opportunity share according to the FTN opportunity share tool. And I think he's going to continue to get heavy run. I mean, he's not going to get as many as 27 touches that he had last week, but he could do some damage in the air. A handful of catches, certainly a distinct possibility in this game with points aplenty. Uh, but I think he's going to do some damage on the ground as well. Yeah, it took him 22 carries to get to 66 yards last week. Uh, but a 3.03 yak per attempt, 22.6 missed tackle percentage this season, that 93.8 catch percentage, very attractive. Seahawks have been lousy at the back end, and they have been robust on the front, giving up just 2.7 yards per carry of the running back position. But this is a pretty low threshold for Gaskin across, and I think the Dolphins are going to be highly competitive in this contest. So I'm, again, over 52.5 rush yards. That gets 80 combined and a touchdown for the pride of UW. Fader, follow me. Yeah, I think they could possibly be competitive, but not in the, like I think what they're going to have to do is chase the uh, the Seattle offense still. Um, and that's been when Miami's had to chase in the, on the scoreboard. Miles Gaskin just doesn't get any volume. If you look at Seattle, they've allowed the lowest rushing attempts to the running back position. I think that's going to be the bugaboo for Miles Gaskin in this game. I like his receiving upside. He's being heavily involved in the passing game. I think there's going to be a, a heavy passing game volume from the Dolphins. So I just think uh, that last week we saw 22 carries, 66 yards, kind of a ceiling right now. I don't think he gets into that mid-50s. I think he's low 50s to, to high 40s. So I will take the under. I'm fading you yet again. On Gaskin? What's wrong with you? Give me passing yards. I'll go over. Rushing yards, I'm not going there. Number two. All right, moving on. Devin Singletary. I think this is going to be a player you and I are going to agree on. Here is a line. It's real. It's a monkey knife fight, and it's spectacular. 56 and a half rush yards against Las Vegas. This is the mother of all matchups. It doesn't get much better than this. Over the first three weeks, no team has allowed more total yards per game than the Raiders. 218.0 to be exact, along with seven combined touchdowns, 5.9 yards per carry, and the most fancy points of the running back position. Singletary, yes. Zach Moss. Uh, practiced this week. Looks like he's going to be back in uniform. Doesn't matter. I think he's going to get at least 15 to 17 touches in this one. Probably come close to replicating the 121 combined he had last week. He's forced a missed tackle an absurd 32.5% of the time an appreciable 2.88 yak per attempt running behind a Top 10 offensive line of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, this is a windmill slam dunk of the over. 56 and a half rush yards. Please tell me you're going to clasp hands and ride this little pony with me. Fade or follow? Yes. These Raiders were giving up second-level yards to Ichabod Michelle last week. Ichabod Crane? Uh, He's in the league? Ichabod Crane, Sony Michelle, the old rickety need uh, <laughs> running back for the Patriots. Yeah, I love this. I love Devin Singletary continuing to have a uh, featured role for the Bills, even with Zach Moss back. I will easily Follow you and take the over on the 56 and a half rush yards. Is he a, an RB1 this week in 12 team leagues, Mr. Singletary? Mm, I have him at RB15, but I really like him. So he's close. All right, let's do an impromptu game ahead ahead and give some context to the people that are out there. I've got him at RB10. Would you rather have Devin Singletary or Mike Davis going up against the Arizona Cardinals? I would rather have Devin Singletary. Ooh, I've got Singletary one spot higher. What about Devin Singletary or Jonathan Taylor drawing my Chicago Bears? I'm going Jonathan Taylor. 
I'm going Devin Singletary. Uh, last one, Devin Singletary or Darrell Henderson or Daryl Henderson, whatever you want to say or pronounce it. Uh, Henderson looking like he's going to get the start uh, against the G-Men. Who do you got? I got Devin Singletary. Uh, I also have Devin Singletary. Interesting. Okay. Well, I think uh, you're going to be moving up your ranks. I'm convincing you right now that he's going to be more valuable than what's perceived. But we shall see. We're both over, regardless, on the 56 and a half rush yards. Number one. All right, last one. Uh, Mixon, is he fixing to bounce back this week for the Cincinnati Bengals? I know you're frustrated out there if you're a Mixon GM. I get it. I understand you probably spent a late first-round pick, heavy draft capital on his services, and he has floundered. He has flopped. He has been miserable for fantasy so far this season. A player uh, who right now has a 2.41 yards after contact per attempt mark. He's not forcing a ton of missed tackles. He's not uh, involved enough in the pass game because he got Gio Bernard eating into that, especially when the game script goes south. But you got a sensational matchup on tap going against the Jacksonville Jaguars who rank inside the top 10 in terms of most fantasy points allowed to the running back position. Here's a line, Brandon. 16 and a half fantasy points. I'm taking the under. I, I Listen, here's the deal. I think he's going to find the end zone. I'm just not convinced the yards are going to be there. And, you know, this game could be hotly contested. Should be. I think Gardner Minshew's going to bounce back. We love James Robinson. Hell, I've got him ranked at like RB5, RB6. But what happens if the game script goes in the wrong direction? It's going to be the same old sad story for Mixon. But I, I think it'll be a bounce-back game enough to make people feel good about future results. You know, something around maybe 65, 70 yards, a touchdown. The difference here with it being a PPR format is how many catches will he have? I don't think it's going to be enough to get him over this 16-and-a-half fantasy point threshold. Fade or follow my under Mixon 16.5 fantasy points against the Jags. Is this half PPR? Full. Full PPR. Okay, I'll take the over on that. Um, you know, 16 and a half is typically right around uh, RB11, RB12 so far this year in half PPR. In full PPR, that drops down to more about where I have Mixon ranked, which I have him ranked RB16 this week. Don't, I like the matchup, but I'm with you. I think he's not a slam dunk RB1 by any stretch, even with the volume, even with the matchup. They got issues on that, on that Bengals front line, but... In a full PPR, I think he's involved just enough in the passing game to get him over. I think he splashes the end zone in this game as well. I got him at RB20. Let's do another game of head-to-head. Tell me you'd rather have a half-point PPR. Joe Mixon this week or David Johnson going against the Minnesota Vikings? Uh, I think I, I'm just pulling my – I have uh, Joe Mixon ranked ahead of David Johnson. I've got David Johnson one spot higher. What about Joe Mixon or Kareem Hunt? Though he's day-to-day with a groin injury, assuming everything checks out, he gets the Cowboys. I actually had Hunt ahead of Mixon, but that that groin injury was enough for me to drop Hunt down a couple spots, so I I have Mixon. I love Hunt. I love his love muscle. He'll be good to go. Uh, Give me Kareem Hunt. What about mandatory Montgomery? No Tariq Cohen out with the ACL. Bears drawn Indianapolis. Him or Mixon? Uh, I am going with Joe Mixon. Uh, of course, I'm going with mandatory Montgomery. <laughs> and that is a perfect cherry on top of this Sunday. That is a wrap on this edition of the f- uh, fast uh, track that is fantasy. I almost said the other podcast that I host with Nate Lundy, which is called Fade the Noise. You should check that out as well. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or if you download and listen to your podcast, check out Brandon's excellent work 
not only on Twitter at Brandon Funson, but also at The Athletic. You can follow me on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review of this fine program and check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, FTNBets.com. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to get 10% off your subscription today. Until next time, adios! Adios!